1: Tonight, more reckless behavior uncovered
2: on the Rust set. If bullets came out of this gun, it was not a prop gun.
3: Was the weapon that killed Helena Hutchins used for target practice during a break? And what's next for Alec Baldwin?
2: Alec has ultimate responsibility for all of the safety.
3: Plus, all the scary good looks from Dancing with the Stars. This is a normal smile.
4: This will haunt them forever. He thinks I'm a cheese grater. Cheese
3: grater. I'm right. a
4: mirror ball, man.
3: Ben, Carrie Russell's ready for a Felicity reunion. People need
5: something nice.
3: Plus, Laura Dern on her return to Jurassic Park.
5: Just incredible fun.
6: And the Mistress of the Dark is here. We're with Elvira, Cassandra Peterson, and ET starts right now. <laughs>
5: Welcome to Entertainment Tonight, everybody. We are spending Halloween week at Universal Studios Hollywood. But today, we're swapping the fear for the furry. We are outside the park's newest attraction, The Secret Life of Pets Off the Leash.
3: Parents, listen to me. Your kids are going to love it. We're going to take you inside in a few minutes. But once again, we begin with the Rust tragedy and the shocking new details about the behavior on set.
2: If bullets came out of this gun, it was not a prop gun. It was
3: a real gun.
2: It was being used as a prop in the
3: movie. A startling new report claims that Russ crew members took guns from the New Mexico set, including the one that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins, to shoot at beer cans with real ammo to pass the time. That of course could explain why a live round was in Alex's gun.
2: The type of gun that they were using was most likely a single action gun.
3: E.T. spoke today with firearms expert, Steve Wolf, who showed us the difference between bullets and blanks and just how easy it is to check a revolver.
2: You rotate through the cylinders and you make sure that there's nothing in them. And if there is something in them and you want to see what it is, you push the ejector rod here to pop it out and take a look at it. Say, yep, that's, that's a blank. That's what I intended to be there. And then you can put it back in and then you can Close that up
3: and proceed with your shot. Another revelation. Russ assistant director Dave Halls had prior safety issues. This
1: He's supposed to check the gun. He's responsible for
3: happening. <laughs> We're told Halls, who allegedly handed Alec the gun, was fired from the set of another movie, Freedom's Path, in 2019. The production behind it tells us it happened after a crew member suffered a minor injury when a gun was unexpectedly discharged.
2: The fact that someone had safety red flags against them was absolutely a reason
3: to pass on them. And there are new photos of armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. This was only her second film job. Police say she prepared the gun before Halls handed it to Alec.
7: By all means, I'm still learning.
3: The DailyMailOnline.com, with pics of the 24-year-old pacing outside her Arizona home. It doesn't matter how many rules you have, if you don't have the knowledge and experience to follow them. The movie's gaffer, meanwhile, posted this pic of Helena inside the church where she was shot, calling it the last photo with her on set. So what's Alec's role in the tragedy?
2: As the producer of the film, Alec has ultimate responsibility for all of the safety. He's responsible for hiring people who have the experience to know how to
3: do it properly.
1: We were rehearsing and it went
3: off. Per the search warrant, director Joel Souza told authorities Alec was practicing, pointing the revolver towards the camera lens.
2: He is responsible to know that you don't point guns at people unless
3: you want to put bullets in them. No charges have been filed, but a source tells ET the actor is still processing the accident.
5: It is to be expected, no matter how the evidence falls out, he will feel a sense of self blame, oftentimes for months or years afterwards.
3: Clinical psychologist Dr. Romani Durvasila says Alec's support of Helena's family is critical.
5: This is something that feels right to the people involved and that it is helping with the healing. And I think what's absolutely critical is that the people watching the story not judge it.
3: Alec may also be taking a step back. Friday's expected release of a documentary he narrated, Flint, Who Can You Trust?, has been indefinitely postponed.
5: Because this is in the public eye, there's a lot of rumor and innuendo and questions, and. All of those things make the grief so much more complicated. This is going to leave an echo that goes through their entire life.
3: Now, very quickly, back to the investigation. Tomorrow, the Santa Fe Sheriff's Department will hold a press conference in New Mexico. We hope to get new details from that.
5: Yeah, lots of questions still to be answered. So
3: many questions about the behavior on set.
5: All right, let's move on now to Halloween night in the ballroom. Lauren Zima, (laughs) you definitely understood the assignment, sis. Well, yes, I'm at Dancing with the Stars,
4: so I had to be a mirror ball. But I'm giving myself like a BB plus. B+, these competitors, straight A's. Anything well, another perfect score. Let's talk about the costumes. The teeth are my veneers painted. What's funny is I've every time I smile, I'm not smiling creepy. <laughs> this is a normal smile.
1: Do you want a balloon to a Georgie?
4: Jojo's Pennywise transformation took four and a half hours of hair and makeup, and triggered Len to say something we will never unhear. I'm
1: so glad I've got on my rubber underpants.
4: That was a, a line I've never died. heard Len Goodman say in my whole entire life. Jojo has also been dealing with some personal changes. ET confirmed she has broken up with girlfriend Kylie. Where are you at mentally right now? I can thank this one for making <laughs> me feel better about myself. Anna! Iman and Daniela's unbelievable gravity-defying routine earns the night's other perfect score. Daniela, you stand on his shoulders, you turn, he catches you. (laughs) Is that scary? You have to teach him how to throw you around. Thank God he has a six-year-old daughter.
6: A lot of that stuff we kind of already do.
4: I
8: just want to say
5: thank you so much for this opportunity. But it was
4: the end of the road for Atlanta housewife Kenya Moore and Brandon. She was still in tears this morning. Hoping to avoid tears with two-year-old son Elvis, Amanda kept her Saw-inspired costume secret. He was scared of my pink Frenchie wig, so I don't think I'm gonna show him this look. No
7: one could save me you.
4: And Hellraiser's The Miz and Whitney also Nailed the Halloween transformation. Theirs took six hours. Gosh, you girls are cute. Did any of the kids see mom and dad in these looks? No.
0: No, no. absolutely not until they're teenagers. Okay. I don't want to give them nightmares.
5: Yeah, this will haunt them forever. I'm still thinking about Iman Shumper. That dance was incredible. Well, now let's get to Carrie Russell because she knows what her diehard fans want a felicity reunion, Carrie. And Carrie told Rachel Smith, She's ready. Uh, Scott Speeman recently told us he is so down for a reunion.
3: I would do it. I'm just, okay. It's a tough one. Okay. I think the whole goal with those things is to not to ruin the, you know, how everybody thinks of it.
8: You know what? People need something nice. Like, I, we should do, we should just do like some really quick, low budget. What happened to them? Because I just want to feel good for a minute. I what, would do it. What? Hey, it was a
4: sweet little show. Okay. Well, Carrie's going from sweet to downright terrifying in her new movie, Antlers, in theaters Friday. She's a teacher drawn into a young boy's battle with a horrifying mythological creature. I hear you also steer very easily too, Carrie.
8: Matthew, my guy, before he walks in the room, he goes, I'm walking in, because I always go, ah! And he's like, you
6: know I'm here! I'm like, I know, I just, I don't know! So I am the one who gets a phrase.
4: Also in theaters this Friday, Anya Taylor-Joy's Last Night in Soho. Our Matt Cohen was with her for the LA premiere.
0: This is like the first official premiere at the Academy Museum. It's kind of a big deal.
4: It feels pretty emotional. It's nice that we're finishing all together. And what a beautiful setting.
0: Do you believe in ghosts? Anya plays a ghost from the past in this psychological thriller. But next up, she's the voice of Princess Peach to Chris Pratt's Mario in the upcoming Super Mario Bros. movie.
4: It's the greatest part is that I get to say I'm doing homework or work or research just by gaming, which is pretty great.
0: And we've got an update on another film starring Chris, Jurassic World Dominion, which is set to hit theaters in June.
8: We had an extraordinary time all being back together. Um, I feel really excited and privileged to be part of something that, in its core, you know, was environmental messaging and also just incredible fun and terrifying and all the good things we expect.
0: We were exclusive with Laura as she was honored at Oceana's annual Sea Change Gala. Ted Danson hosted the event that raised $1.8 million to support restoring the world's oceans.
7: Laura Dern, one of our dearest friends. She is one of the most passionate activists, I think, that I've ever met in my life.
6: When she's not busy fighting dinosaurs, she's busy trying to save the real world.
5: Sometimes here in the real world, it feels like you're fighting dinosaurs. Well, now to the big celebration over at The Voice. 500 episodes old. Oh, sure right. E.T. was there from the beginning with a baby-faced Blake. It has to do with talent
6: first. What happened to me?
5: This was, that was
6: yesterday. Then people think I'm Elvira all year well, round. Right.
5: Cassandra Peterson's unbelievable Hollywood stories why Brad Pitt almost delivered her baby.
6: I was nine months pregnant. It came very close, I gotta say.
3: Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com.
5: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day.
6: of different hooks about Elvira. I mean one is maybe the corny humor, two is maybe the bad horror movies, three and four. Oh well you know.
5: Oh we know taking it back to E.T.'s first interview with Elvira the campy character brought to life by Cassandra Peterson 40 years ago
6: Well, people think I'm Elvira all year round, like Angeline or something. You know, I'm not. I don't wake up in the morning with the eye makeup on. With the hair and
5: Now, to help celebrate 40 years as Elvira, you recently released your memoir, and it's titled Yours Cruelly, Elvira. In this memoir, you revealed that you have been living with a woman for the last 19 years. Why did you think that now
6: was the time to reveal that? First of all, I'm 70 years old now. It's like, if I didn't reveal that now, when am I going to reveal okay. that? I was protecting Elvira. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to... I, people don't want to know that Elvira is, you know, at home washing dishes or changing diapers or <laughs> doing any of that stuff. They just want to have this little fantasy about it. So
5: Now, you have had some really cel- uh, incredible celebrity <laughs> encounters in your day. Brad Pitt, he wanted to buy your house while you still lived in it. Yep.
6: And I was nine months pregnant. Oh my I gosh. mean... When he rang my doorbell and I waddled down there to see who was at the gate, I almost dropped the baby right then. Really, it would have been (laughs) awesome to have Brad Pitt deliver my baby. Right, exactly. It came very close. I got to say.
5: So, what is next for
6: Elvira? I'm thinking. Well, I'm beginning work possibly on a documentary, maybe a biopic. Okay. Have somebody else play me, like you know Dolly Parton or something, and it has to be somebody who is kind of sexy but is funny and also has some. Anatomical, you know, parts that girl. You we need. put them things on today. Yep. That doesn't matter. <laughs> we can
5: add that those part's things too. Okay. Uh, and by the way, Cassandra's book, Yours Cruelly, Elvira, is out right now. Now another star speaking her truth, Alyssa Milano. This is who I am. Sorry, not sorry. Untold stories from her new memoir and the truth behind her feud with Shannon Doherty. I have some guilt about that. Then our wild flashback for Blake Shelton. Look how skinny I was back then.
3: Welcome back to ET's Halloween Week here at Universal Studios Hollywood, and we're standing in front of one of their newest rides The Secret Life of Pets Off the Leash.
5: Let's go! Kevin, so you know um, what we are on this ride, right? What are we? We're puppies
3: that want to be
5: adopted. Hey! Hey! that's me! Oh, really? Cool.
3: Did it spray you? Yes! Oh, it's washing you. Look at me. Hey! Look, I found a family. I'll be the best dog you've ever had. You know, you can come visit us at our...
5: Come here, Frazier, come here. Oh, good boy. Good boy. This good one. Boy, this Fraser. one right here. You know, we also could go right down the
3: street about five minutes from here in a golf cart yeah. and visit our friends from The Voice. Yeah, They're on this it's a huge spot.
5: week for them. Yeah. It really is. Last night, Ed Sheeran made his Mega Mentor debut.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, of course, this was filmed long before his COVID diagnosis. Yeah, it yeah. was.
5: And tonight, the show is celebrating a huge TV milestone, their 500th episode.
3: I got to go with Blake.
0: When Carson and I
2: were looking at some of the pictures, it's like, oh my God, look how young we are. Look how skinny I was back then. What happened to me? That was yesterday. It's getting awkward in here. When you set your ass in a red chair for 10 years (laughs) and you don't leave, this is what happens. (laughs) Okay?
3: Blake is the only coach who's been rocking his red chair since the start. That's 10 years, 21 seasons. How'd they celebrate? With this cake.
0: 500
3: episodes old. Sure are.
0: Which I do that a lot too. She loves it.
1: He does,
4: he does. It's great. It's not annoying at all. Like, at all.
3: Yes, some things never change, and E.T. was there from the very beginning, before the show even aired. It has to do with talent first, you know? You get to get mentored by
1: superstar artists. Oh! I was talking about Christina and (laughs) CeeLo and Adam. Or you could be mentored by Blake. (laughs) Blake's here, (laughs) too.
3: Blake's won eight times, including last season, and he's given us a hilarious bromance with Adam Levine, a romance with his now-wife Gwen Stefani, and a... Faux rivalry with Kelly Clarkson, but this season the fan reaction to new coach Ariana Grande kind of hurt his ego.
8: We always come out, and Blake's usually last. He gets the most screams. So
2: it's, it's
3: embarrassing fun. to follow her.
8: Can we have a different
2: studio audience, please?
3: <laughs> Blake. Just hold on. All you got to do is win, and everything will be okay. You know, Alyssa Milano is no stranger to this place, the Universal Backlot. She filmed the first season of Who's the Boss right here. Well, now, the 48-year-old mother of two is sharing her Hollywood life lessons in her new book, Sorry, Not Sorry. It is out today. And Alyssa sat down with me to talk about life, the book, and everything else going on. It's another E.T. exclusive. Sorry, not sorry. What are you not sorry about?
8: The subtitle was going to be about being unapologetically (laughs) up. This is who I am, sorry not sorry.
3: Never one to mince words, Alyssa's new book is a collection of personal essays that get to the heart of her life, career, and humanitarian work. But one thing it's not, a salacious tell-all.
8: There was a potential for that, but as I started writing, I felt really uncomfortable, sort Mm -hmm. of um, telling the secrets that I know.
3: You also talk about the sexualization of women's bodies.
8: When I think about the 90s, you watch reruns of Charmed, and I'm running around in like a bra and underwear for 80% of every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to be scantily clad in order for that show to be a hit. (laughs) (laughs) Woo!
3: But life behind the scenes of Charmed was riddled with tension between Alyssa and then co-star Shannon Doherty.
8: You can't stay mad at me forever.
3: How is your relationship now?
8: I would say we are cordial. You know, I can take responsibility for a lot of our tension that we had, feeling that I was in competition rather than it, it being that sisterhood.
3: If you could go back now... It would be much more of a sisterhood.
8: Well, yeah, and I think that that's why when I heard about her diagnosis, I reached out to her.
3: Shannon was first diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015. After being in remission for several years, last year she revealed it's returned at stage four.
8: And I, I will send her DMs every couple of months to just check in.
3: If you want to go to 2017? Mm-hmm. You, uh, you put out a tweet. Mm-hmm. And it, you said, if you have ever been sexually harassed or assaulted, write hashtag me too.
8: The thing about that time was, is, and people didn't know it, I was battling my own demons. I hadn't dealt with my own sexual assault at all.
3: Alyssa says that at age 19, she was molested during a concert. Then again, years later, by an unnamed co-star during a love scene while cameras rolled.
8: I look at press events and I look so shell-shocked because... I had never dealt with it.
3: Do your kids understand that you are fighting for the greater good in your heart?
8: I think that they know that their mom is courageous. And I think that they're trying to figure out what their own where their own courage
5: lies.
3: I will tell you this, she is a courageous woman. She
5: definitely lives out loud.
3: Yes, she yeah. does. All right,
5: coming up, a big milestone for Meg the Stallion.
3: Oh yeah. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com.
7: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car.
6: I wanted to be a part of this family From Rome
5: to London Only one show is with Angelina Jolie And the cast of Eternals for their big UK premiere
3: Plus E.T.'s magical takeover of the wizarding World of Harry Potter
5: Don't forget this is the last week yeah. to attend Halloween Horror Nights At Universal Studios for tickets and info Hit up their website But before we go, a savage congrats To Megan The Stallion She will soon be a college graduate Megan showed off her yeah. hot girl cap Before taking her official graduation picture so yeah you great. know a few
3: months ago my son told me that was going to be his wife so my daughter-in-law okay. is a college graduate and in case you didn't know the 26 year old studied health administration and told us why it was important for her to get her degree
5: <laughs> my grandmother was a teacher when my mother was still alive she definitely was pushing me to finish college so i'm definitely going to do it for those two but i'll be damned if i don't get this degree
3: <laughs> congratulations and, and way to represent
5: meet your father-in-law Megan come on come <laughs> bye on. everybody <laughs> See
3: you
0: if you like entertainment tonight you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert,
1: and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's let's sell this thing.
6: The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcasts, but we have plenty of time on the podcast.